Welcome to the CMC Podcast, where our mission is to inspire you to be a doer of the Word. Today's message is brought to you by our lead pastor, Tim Brooks. I want our church to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, and I want you to underline this verse. I want you to memorize this verse. we got to get this down. For the kingdom of God is not in word. Some of your translations say, for the kingdom of God is not in a lot of talk, but it's in power. It is living in power. This year, our focus is on the kingdom of God, and I want you to know it's in power. The title today is in power. It's in power. Christianity is not a lot of religious talk. Christianity is not just good advice, although it is good advice. Just, I mean, it's real good advice. I don't have the police looking for me. I'm not always looking over my shoulder. I'm not worried about somebody looking underneath the seat of my truck or in my glove compartment. When my phone rings and I'm driving, I hand it to my wife and say, here, answer this. A text goes off, read this to me. It's good advice. But I'm just telling you, it's not just in words. It's not in a lot of talk. Jesus came in power. And as we study the kingdom of God this year, I want to make sure that we've got 1 Corinthians 4, 20. I want to make sure that we've got that memorized. We've got to get that in us. We're talking about power here. Luke chapter 1, verse 35, the angel told Mary, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Matthew 7, 25, Jesus amazed when he taught because his words were in power. John 7, 46, all who heard him were not just impressed with his words, but in power and authority. Jesus was not just a teacher of religious ideas. Jesus was not just here to talk about religion and religious ideas. There was a demonstration of the power of God that is in his kingdom. In God's kingdom, there's power. There's power to create a new life. There's power to give a new start. There's power for a new birth. And no other world religion even deals with that. The kingdom of God is not a mental, intellectual uh, ascent to some religious ideas that are spiritual in nature. It is power to change your life. You in church today, I want you to know, there's power to change your situation. All those who are joining us on live stream and other uh, social media outlets, I want you to know whatever situation you're in today, whatever situation you're facing, there is power to change your situation. The point of this message today, the bottom line of what I wanna talk about is, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, we don't live hopeless. It's just the way it is. This is the cards I've been dealt. There's just nothing that can be done about it. I've tried and tried and tried, and nothing is going to change. See, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, there is power to change your life. There's power to change your situation. And because of that, we don't live hopeless lives. We don't live hopeless lives. You know, history tells us 
about water coming out of a rock, manna falling from the sky to eat, an axe head floating. History tells us about dew all over the ground except in this one small spot. Uh, the history tells us about angels appearing and defeating surrounding armies. History talks about a sea parting, a pillar of fire leading people at night, blind eyes opening, leprosy immediately cleansed, dead coming out of the grave. More than any of that, for me personally, I once was lost and now I'm saved. I was completely turned around in my direction for life. And as a citizen of the kingdom of God, there is power available to you. I've seen it and I experience it daily. I see it daily in life. The coming of the kingdom of God is the greatest power, the most influential power that ever entered the world. Now, I want you to think about this with me. And I talk about this often, and I usually do so around the first of each year, because I think about this. Of all of the major world events that have absolutely rocked the world, and think about it, World War I rocked the whole world. World War II rocked everybody's life in the whole world. We've had massive hurricanes. We, we've had tsunamis that rocked the world. Here a year ago, right here on this stage, we had a man talking about when he flew a spaceship, landed on the moon, and got in a car and drove the car around on the moon. You're talking about a major event to send a, a, a human where there is not enough air to breathe, where there's not enough gravity to hold them down, and we sent somebody there and drove a car around on the moon? Think about the coming of the internet. It's changed everybody's entire life. Everything about the way our life operates, everything about the way our entire life operates, it's changed that we're talking about world changing events and there has not ever been anything even considered worth changing the world's dating system now think about that oh wow that was so big we need to change the dating system of the whole wide world now there are a couple of other calendars out there but the world operates on the year 2022. What is that? That's 2022 years since Jesus. Uh, we can't just put, a, put our head in the sand and be an ostrich here, church. That's the whole world's dating system. Okay, how powerful was that event? More powerful than any of these I've just been talking about that we changed the whole dating system in the world. Jesus ushered in the kingdom of God here on this earth. And when that veil of separation between mankind and God was torn and it gave every race, every gender, every social status, every past background, it gave every person access to God, that was a power like has never been seen before or since in this world. That was a world-shaking power. 
whatever today is seen as some racial issues. You, you hadn't studied history. Study the Moabites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Jezebites, the Hebrews. Study racial divide before Jesus. Well, I don't even know how to describe it except worse than barbaric. That was racial issues before Jesus. It was, it was, it was brutality beyond belief. And Jesus came and ushered in the kingdom of God. And, and when a person experiences life in the kingdom of God, it wipes away. There's no Gentile, there's no Jew. See, there is no skin differentiation in people's lives. There is no racial divide for life in the kingdom of God. There is a power there that stops, that stops racial division. Black History Month won't stop it. Affirmative action won't do anything. Hate crime, well, we just got so much in people's hearts, let's pass another bill. Hate crime bills and laws won't change the heart of mankind that hates somebody else because of a color of their skin. Well, let's just pass 10 more laws. The law, that's not going to deal with the issue. Government requirements will not stop. Protest will not stop racial divide. It's foolish. And for sure, football players making millions of dollars to kick a ball around, taking a knee, ain't going to stop it. Silliness. Burning somebody else's business is not going to stop it. Those are powerless until Jesus comes in and you live life not in this world, but of this world, but not up a part of this world. When you change that kingdom, it changes you way you look at life. Come to know Jesus. Come to know Jesus. Live life in the kingdom of God and his power stops all racial divide and you experience a love and appreciation for everybody. That has nothing to do with the color of their skin. You appreciate a God-created gift and talent and ability that's in somebody else's life. You see life different when Jesus comes in. There's power to change a grown-up with hate into an appreciation and a love for people. And there's no protest and there's no bill that's going to touch that. Some of us here went through the 1960s the women's rights movement for whatever was seen as an oppression of women in our day study life before Jesus study life before the power of the kingdom of God was ushered in you talking about women's oppression we're, we're, we're talking barbaric women were a piece of property study history they made no decision whatsoever. They were told who they were going to marry. When that guy didn't want them anymore, he just threw them out. They didn't make any decisions about money, about marriage, about anything in life. They were an item owned by man until Jesus enters the world. Today, look at women in nations that don't have a Christian influence in them. The kingdom of God is not in word. See, the kingdom of God is not in religious talk. It's a power that changes everything. The entrance of the kingdom of God built schools, 
built colleges. Go back and look at all of the first colleges in America that are in the Northeast. Read the foundational statement of Harvard. I have. Read the foundational statement of Princeton, of Yale. All of the first colleges in America were for the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They don't tell you that. If they're engraved in stone and they can't erase them, they're still there. But I've read those foundation statements. The colleges were built for the furtherance of the gospel of the kingdom of God. The entrance of Christianity. The first hospitals were built by Christian church organizations. God moves in power in our lives. We're not into a bunch of religious talk. We are experiencing life-changing power that builds schools, that builds colleges, that builds hospitals. It's not a Sunday morning sermon that we kind of give some religious attention to. It's a demonstration of the power of God. At any time, at any time, anywhere in the world, whether they are allies or whether they are enemies, when a disaster happens, it is the American Red Cross that shows up to meet the needs of that disaster. There is no Mohammed groups available. There, there is no Buddha ship that brings in relief for disasters. That we don't have in every city, in every city, we don't have Mohammed organizations feeding the homeless, sheltering the homeless, and giving health care to needy. Every one of those are Christian organizations. Every one of those. It's not a bunch of religious talk on Sunday morning. The kingdom of God comes in power, in power, in worldwide power. You don't have any Muslim, you don't have any atheist groups going into impoverished nations, drilling wells one after another, funding it and drilling wells for poverty needed people. It's all Christian groups. Don't tell me all religions are the same. The kingdom of God comes in power. It comes in power. It comes in power. It's not a bunch of talk. It comes in power during Jesus's life here. Everybody here saw the obvious power of Jesus. They all kept insisting and pushing him to a physical ruling takeover of the government. And even on his last days, standing before Pilate, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. It's not a physical place. You don't say it's here or it's there. It is a spiritual power that will change your life. It changes your entire life. It changes you. In John 3, a religious leader comes to ask Jesus. Jesus said, look, we can't even have this conversation because you can't see the kingdom until you're born again. Now, I want you to get this. Everybody get this. The same spirit, not alike, the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead that same, come on, help me out. That same spirit lives in you. We're not talking about a religious Sunday morning sermon here. We're talking about power. It's not in talk, it's in power. And that same spirit that raised Jesus from that dead, that same dunamos, that same power dwells inside you. 
and uh, it is so powerful. It gives you a new birth. It is so powerful. All of your sins, all of your mess ups are washed away. Tim, you don't know what my past is like. You don't know what my past is like. We know the power of God that gives us a brand, come on, a brand new start in life. That's powerful. That's not some religious talk this morning. Let's everybody come here and act religious. No, no, no. The kingdom of God is not in talk. It's not in religious idea. It's not in word. It's power. It is powerful. It is a world-changing power that changes every aspect of the whole world. And wherever the kingdom of God touches, it changes the way life operates there. Look at nations that have Christian influence and look at nations that have no Christian influence and you can see there's power to change the way things go on here. And this is obvious to everybody except those who have decided to suppress the truth. Romans 1 talks about that. Just suppress the truth. And the world so recognized this power. The whole world so recognized this power that the dating system, the calendar of how we run the whole world changed because of the kingdom of God coming here on earth. For 4,000 years, human history, all of mankind was owned, was enslaved by the sin nature. Your temper controlled you. Couldn't help myself. My temper just ran away with me. You were con- your sin nature is in control. Your hate is in control. You grew up hating a different skin color, and that's in control of your life. See, we were controlled by revenge. I'm going to get even with that guy that did that to me if it's the last thing I do. See, we were controlled by that. We were controlled by your moods. You were born a certain skin color, and so you were controlled by your race. You were born a certain gender, and that dictated everything about your life until Jesus comes in. Until Jesus comes in, a perfect sinless man who was all man, all God, went into hell for three days and took the keys away from Satan and gave you and I control back in our life. You're not controlled by your anger. You're not controlled by your mood. You're not controlled by your skin color. Jesus, Jesus, the power of the kingdom of God. We've got a choice about the way we live our life right now. I'm not living life fussing, yelling, screaming my wife. I'm not living life depressed, moody, in-house with the curtains closed. I'm not living life in fear, in worry about what's going to happen in this nation. I've been set free and I have changed kingdoms. I have moved, I have changed where I live. And now I'm loving my life. I'm living in peace. I'm living in joy. I'm living blessed. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out, whatever I put my hand to. I'm just telling you right now, life is working for me. Life's working for me in this kingdom, in this kingdom kingdom 
Church, that's not just a bunch of religious talk. That's power. So that's not a bunch of religious talk. That's power. That's power. The kingdom of God didn't come for a bunch of religious talk. It came in power. Oh, my gosh. I got to get to my sermon. I didn't quit preaching. Turn to Luke chapter 9. Y'all are slowing me up. Josh is making Eric cry, and he's holding me up now. Luke chapter 9, verse 57. Luke chapter 9, verse 57. As they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, I'm going to follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens to live in and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. He said to another person, come and follow me. The man, you bet I'm in. Yes, sir. But Lord, first let me run home and bury my father. Jesus told him, let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God. Another said, yes, Lord, I'm following you. But first, let me go say goodbye to my family. Jesus said, anyone who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Here's some vital keys for us as we are leaving the old life and we're moving in to life in the kingdom this year. As that's what our church's pursuit is, we've got to look at these three examples for us and make sure that we get this. Verse 57, I'm in, I'm in church, you bet, praise you, Jesus, I am going with you. Okay, hold on. This guy's attracted to Jesus. He's attracted to his preaching, his miracles. And, and, and Jesus said, you got it all wrong. It's not about where you live. It's not about the size of your house. It's not about the material things. See, that thinking won't work in the kingdom of God. See, I'm all in for Jesus, but what's driving me is a bigger house. What's driving me is a newer car. What's driving me is more extravagant vacations. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I'm in Jesus. We, oh, you bet, we love you, Jesus. Except for I'm going to go out here and hustle money. I'm going to make money. I'm a, let, me, let, me, let me just tell you, that's not the way this is. There are so many that follow along to see the miraculous life, the kingdom of God, the power in Jesus. But Jesus goes to the heart. He goes to the heart. The size of your house is still number one for you. Material things in your life is still your number one priority. You want the benefits that God offers, but you're seeking first money and material things. God's not against you having a big house. God's not against you having a fancy ring and a nice car to drive. God's not against any of that. But you seek him first. And those things are just added to you. You seek him first. Man, you just get, you a, get two big houses. But you seek him first. See, he's your drive. He's your motivation. You seek him first. And those are things that are added to you. Nice cars just, it'll take care of itself. Verse 59, second guy, I'm in, I'm in, you bet. But first, let me go and bury the dead. Okay, oh, hold on. Obviously, this guy's father is not dead or he wouldn't be out following Jesus. He hadn't died yet. Let me go home and when my father lives out his life. See, when my father, I don't 10 more years, 15 more years. See, we, we all know people, I'm going to come to you, Jesus, just not yet. Uh, first, let me go home. I want to see my father's life all the way to the end. How long is that going to be? When is that going to happen? 
it's my agenda first, and then I'll come and you, I'm, I'm in with you, Jesus, just know this, I'm in with you, me and you, we're tight, but first I'm going to do, I'm going I'm to go do all this, I've got to type some other things, and then when my father die, I get my father buried, what is it going to be, 30 more years, 40 more years, I don't know, see, that thinking won't work, you seek first the kingdom of God, verse 61, the third, I'm in, I'm in, you bet, I just need to go hang out with my family and my friends just a little more, so I'm just not quite finished with what I want to do first. I'm just, I'm in, I'm in, I'm 100% in, I'm all the way in, just not finished. Let me hang out with my family, let me go say goodbye to some friends, let me go to a couple of more parties, let me go. Matthew 6, 24, no one can serve two masters. Luke 17, 32, remember what happened to Lot's wife when she looked back? James 4, 4, friends of this world makes you enemies of God. 1 John 2, 15, don't love the world and things of the world. Because when you do, the love of the Father is not in you. See, to experience the power of God that changes your life, there is a coming to him. There is a life that is lived in the kingdom of God. It's called kingdom living. Now, do you have any problems? I got problems every day. Do you have any hurts and heartaches? Got problems and hurts and heartaches every day. But it's not in a hopeless situation. I'm in the kingdom. I'm living in the kingdom. I live in the kingdom of God. And I know that all things, whether they're good or whether they're bad, they're all things going to work out for my good because I love God. I'm called according to his plan. And it's a power that changes everything. There's a coming to him. There's a laying down of your agenda. There's a dying to yourself. You get up and you go to work every day, but you work with a different motive and a different drive and a different push. You get a paycheck every Friday, but it's with a different outlook. Thank you for blessing me, God. Thank you for, I'm not working for this, I'm working for you, God. Thank you for, that's a sign and a wonder that just follow me. See, my perspective on life is different. When I sell a piece of property, when I do a job, when something, thank you, God, for blessing me. I'm serving you. I'm living my life as an example. I'm here to serve this company. I'm here to serve this corporation. I'm here to be a blessing to my boss. I'm here to love you, God. I'm here to be an example. I'm here to represent the kingdom of God. And now look, money just keeps coming to me, promotions and raises and blessings. Oh, but see, I'm here, I'm not driven by money. I'm not driven by things. I'm not driven by good things happening to me. And st- see, I'm, I'm driven by things. You're not driven by material things. It's a new drive, the kingdom of God. See, these three guys had something else ahead of giving it all to the Lord. Many want what Jesus does for them. Many are, you know, the rich young ruler, he came to Jesus and, you know, he, he was all in until Jesus started talking about, you walk away from all of that. You, you walk away from all of that. And it said he walked away very sad because he was not to the place in his life where he was willing to say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. Matthew six twenty four. there's a taking up of your cross and a following of him. What is the cross? You know, we see people get a big cross and carry it down the street. And, and I, uh, that's okay if that's what you want to do. It's, but it, it's, it's not carrying a couple of boards up and down the sidewalk. It's the place where you died to yourself. You take up 
that place where you died to yourself and you put that see I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ that lives in me see you take up your cross that's what you're taking up you're taking up that death to your own agenda and saying God here I am use me Romans 1 16 it tells us I'm not ashamed of the good news about Christ for it is the power of God help me out it is the power of God at work saving those who believe this isn't religious talk this isn't religious ideas it's a power of God I'm thrilled you're in church today I'm thrilled that you're daily reading your Bible with us but when you change kingdoms is when your life's going to change when you pack up all your clothes and you leave that old life, you leave that old house, you, leave, you pack all that up and you walk away from all of that and you change kings and you change kingdoms, that's when you begin to walk in the power of God that begins to be seen in your daily life. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know how this is happening. I don't know, my goodness, I'm just, everywhere I turn, I'm being blessed. The point of my entire message today is this. You don't live hopeless. You don't live like life can't change for me. I've tried everything, Tim, and nothing works for me. Don't, don't live thinking, this is my lot in life. Don't you live thinking, this is the cards I've been dealt. Don't you live thinking this is just where I am. You change kingdoms. And you start living your life in the kingdom of God. You seek first each day. Today I choose to live in the kingdom. And that's a life of peace. No, I'm not getting jerked up. I'm not getting mad. I'm not walking in hate. I'm not walking in anger. See, I watch the power of God, the same power that raised Christ from the dead, comes inside me, and it'll take that anger away. It'll take that hate away. It'll take that temper away. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is power in your life. Here's what I want you to know today. 1 Corinthians 4.20. The kingdom of God is not in a Sunday sermon. The kingdom of God is not in word, it's not in talk, but it's in power. And this year, as you move your life from an occasional church attendance to living your life in the kingdom of God, it's not just a bunch of words, but it's power to live your life. Y'all stand with me. Lord, we experience your power. We experience an infusion of your power. Lord, it's not just in a bunch of religious ideas and religious talk. Lord, we experience your power in our homes, in our family, in our marriages. We experience your power in our business. We experience your power in our finances. God, we experience your power in our health. We experience your power, Lord. We experience your power and we live power-filled lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a powerful week. 
Thank you for listening to the CMC Podcast. If you'd like to watch our sermons live or looking for more information about our church, visit cmcchurch.com or follow us on Facebook at Christian Ministries Church.